Hey now, hey now, Tough Skin Soft Heart family. Welcome to another edition of Tough Skin Soft Heart. Hey now, hey now, Tough Skin Soft Heart family. I am so grateful that we are gathering. Hey now, hey now, Tough Skin Soft Heart family. Welcome back to another episode. And really just welcome back to our community table. Hey now, hey now, Tough Skin Soft Heart family. Welcome to another edition of the Tough Skin Soft Heart Podcast. I am delighted every time. It never gets old. I am so excited that you have made this podcast part of your restorative rest practice. You know, lately in my own life, I've stopped saying just rest, but I've been intentionally using language of restorative rest because what I've learned in my journey is that rest alone is not enough. Let's just be honest, y'all. For most of us who lead, love, and serve in transformational ways, Way too often we are leading even when we are on E, right? Emotionally, spiritually, in all the ways, right? Even when we're on E, we still know how to slay. And so sometimes we don't rest, we just collapse, right? We just fall out, right? And so we want to change that culture. We don't want to pursue rest from a place of burnout. We want to pursue rest from a place of regeneration. And so restorative rest implies a next level to the conversation around rest. See, rest alone just simply implies unplugging, right? Unplugging from fixing, doing, solving, or completing. And that's important. We need part A. But the restorative part is ever critical. That's the part B. That means that not only am I unplugging from fixing, doing, solving, or completing, but I'm restoring myself. I'm refilling my well by doing things, investing in. I don't want to say doing things because I don't want to activate the doer in you, but investing in activity that nourishes my soul, that feeds my spirit, that replenishes me from everything that I've given out. And the cool thing is, is that restorative peace is so customized because what restores you could be very different from what restores me. You know, I've seen some of your social media. For some of you, what feels restorative is the advent and return of concert seasons and going to summer concerts outdoors. And that fills your well. For me and for some of you, it's travel. I love to travel. I love, look, got passport, will travel. So for some of us, it's travel. For, for some of us, it's just a good meal with good friends. That refills and replenishes and recharges you. For others of us, it's time where there's nobody at home but you, with you. And that's restorative. And so whatever you define that restorative place to be, we need both, right? We need rest. We need to unplug. We need times where we don't have to don the responsibilities that come with being difference makers in our homes and in our marketplaces and in our communities. But along with that rest, we need some restoration, don't we? We need restorative rest. And so I'd love to hear, how are you thinking restorative rest 
in this season of your life and leadership. You know, restorative rest has been on my mind to such a degree is actually the thought that inspired one of the cards that we have that's exclusively available right now at Target for the next two weeks. We have an end cap at Target stores nationwide in partnership with American Greetings. I appreciate your selfies. I appreciate you shopping and spreading the word and posting reviews and tagging us with all of the hashtags. You really do make our ability to not just be a pop-up or on the end cap seasonally, your support is what's going to help us be in line, which is what our goal is. Our goal is that there's going to come a day where on any given day, seven days a week, not only would you be able to shop our cards in line, that means in the standard card aisle at your local Target or local big box chain retailer, but even online. So I just thank you for supporting us and being part of that journey with us. And so you all have seen some of the cards. You've taken photos with them. One of them says that motherhood is ministry like yes, yes. If I can get a yes and an amen on that one. We understand that motherhood is absolutely ministry. This card was inspired by something I wrote on Instagram and last year and you all responded with such rave reviews that I said, okay, we need to go into the lab and produce that card. And so that's one of the cards you'll see. Also that I get it from my mama. It's a testament and anthem of celebration to the women and the elders that have shaped us. The women that we look at and say, I am because you are. And I'm really excited about that card. And then this one is the one I wanted to talk about today on today's podcast. And it simply says, what brings you joy? And I think about this card, I love it for a variety of reasons. One reason that I love it is because most mothers are not often asked what brings you joy. Many mamas that I talk to live in a space of obligation and duty. I don't have time to think about joy because I have these things to do. You know, there's this constant awareness of responsibility and accountability that comes with the mantle, the awesome mantle and ministry of motherhood. But I wanted to disrupt that thought with saying, what does bring you joy? And on the inside of this card, it says, because everyone knows Mother's Day is the one holiday, y'all, that moms get sacred space to do whatever makes their heart smile. And so it's a little bit of humor, but it's also a heart and it's a heart check to say that mamas deserve to do what brings them joy and not just on Mother's Day, right? The other reason that I love this card and this also has been an interesting conversation that some of us have had over social media is because I'm aware that families are beautifully complex, right? As someone who comes from a blended family, as a matter of fact, there are four generations of blended families in my lineage. I'm always aware of how do we give cards to people, A, that we see as mamas and they're not biologically our mothers, Um, but yet they have been influential in our lives that we give them the endearment and we see them in our lives in that mantle of mama. I think about how do you give a card to someone that maybe there is a biological connection to, but there's not that depth of sentiment, right? There maybe isn't that depth of closeness there. So this is easily a card that you could give to, you know, the grandmother 
of your children, even if you're not with that partner or spouse anymore. It's something that you could give to a mother-in-law. And, you know, it's some it's still a card that you can give to evoke care and concern, even if there's not a closeness or a you know very intimate bond there. Um, this is something that you can give to a godparent or to an adopted parent, to a step parent, right? Like there's so many nuances that come with the complexity of one being human and then being in a relationship with other humans that I always like to think of, what are some cards that speak to those non-traditional relationships? But above all, I've been really meditating on this question of what brings me joy. And I invite you to think about that too. What brings you joy? Because I think if we don't really embrace what brings us joy and how that can evolve over time. You know, I'm finding in my own journey, sometimes the older I'm getting, the more I find joy in the very simple things. It's not always the very grand or grander things that I used to find joy in maybe in um, my younger years. It doesn't mean I don't still love some of those things, but we evolve. And just like we evolve in our humanity, We evolve in what brings us joy. And so when was the last time you cataloged? What brings you joy? If you could have a day just dedicated to you, doing what brings you joy, what would you put in that day? And could you do it without your cell phone? Would you need this? Or could you break yourself from this? See that little picture of me and my little deuce deuce, (laughs) right? See, mama life is everywhere around me, right? On the back of my phone. But think about that. What would bring you joy? What would bring you joy? What's bringing you joy in this season of your life, in this season of your leadership? And how can you invest more into that as you start to marry restorative practices with your rest? Have you been resting? Which, you know, we need sleep. Sleep is important. We need times where we can check out mentally. We don't have to, you know, we're not in constant decision-making mode because decision fatigue is real. And that's more under that, just that, umbrella, that awning of rest. But what's your restorative practice? What's going to bring you joy? And how do you marry that restorative practice with rest? Hmm. I hope it's gotten your wheels turning. So I just want to share a few things that I've been doing that's been bringing me, that's been filling my well. Um, One of the things that I've been doing is working out with friends. You know, I love when, you know, when there are friends that I haven't seen in a while, I've been saying, hey, can we go grab, let's just go for a walk together or let's, you know, last week or two weeks ago, I did a glute camp class with a friend and it was a lot of fun. Like let's invest in our wellness, which is something that's important to me in this season of my life, but let's have some fun while we do it. And then maybe we go to Starbucks after, right? I've been really enjoying music. I've been using music as part of my wind down. So at the end of the day, when I'm taking my shower, I'm releasing what happened in the day. I maybe am reflecting in the shower. I've been putting some drops of essential oil into the shower, letting the steam accumulate. And then I'm putting on, you know, my favorite Pandora station for the day, something that speaks to me. So I'm dancing and I'm singing y'all while I'm in the shower. And that's been restorative joy. It's been little, right? But just that little sacred space in the shower, jazzing up my nighttime routine, using my favorite shea butters and not waiting for a special occasion to use some of my good, good smell stuff, right? Those have just been little ways that I've been investing in my joy. 
Something else I've been doing, I shared this over Facebook recently, is I've been teaching my son how to cook. You know, I remember as a kid helping my grandmother cook meals and being a part of just the tradition of meals and holiday cooking with her. And so I've been enjoying passing that down to my son. And it's something that we do in the cool of the day on Sunday afternoons. I usually will let him choose something that he'd like to learn how to cook and we cook together. Y'all know this is also me working myself into an early retirement from cooking, but he doesn't need to know the master plan, right? He doesn't need to know all of that. It's but it's restorative. I find that I enjoy it. And so what I want to just say to the family, the weather is changing. The season is changing. We have longer daylight. Everything around us is saying recharge, regenerate, restore, restorative rest. Put them together. Put them together. As you think about your vacation plans, which I hope you're thinking about, right? What does restorative rest look like for you? Because restorative rest is a way that we can honor the work our bodies do day in and day out. Restorative rest is how we advance our longevity and our holistic wellness as the difference makers we are. So I want to hear it. I want to hear it, y'all. How are you thinking about and cataloging what brings you joy? How are you making room for that in your life in big and small ways, right? I'm thinking about you. I want to hear it too. Send me a DM. Send me a message. Leave a review. Let me know how you are planning to invest in your restorative rest. Just today. Don't even think about the week. Just for today. How might you invest in your restorative rest? Can't wait to hear from you. And I'm thinking of you. Until next time. Podcasts during the month of March are sponsored in part by University of Michigan Health West. University of Michigan Health West is passionate about providing leading women's healthcare services for every woman at every stage of life. They offer compassionate care and expertise close to home, yet far from ordinary. For more information, visit uofmhealthwest.org.